1: Greetings, everyone. I'm Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. And welcome to this week's episode of the Midweek Howl. As usual, we will be accompanied by your host, Shane Grove, and our very own resident skeptic of the crew, the Ozark Howler. So without further delay, why don't we just jump right in and get this show underway?
2: Okay, so... All right, so, uh, Howler, what we, we we started, we teased everybody a little bit last week. So, so let's get into the uh, the story that you uh, you wanted to, you wanted
0: know, to share. I, that's well, I don't know about wanted, but I was thinking this was one of the stories. I was thinking I was trying to figure out how come ev- nothing I did worked out. Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay, including that phone call you made to me three or four years ago. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> Anyhow. I was thinking last night about the movies some of the movies uh, I've been in I know you've been in a few too more than me but <clears throat> and it, and it dawned on me not you know this dawned on me a while back but you know I spent all day next to and it, can you can you name names in a party? Name, name? To, yeah. yeah
2: name names I spent,
0: yeah. I spent I spent I spent my first real what I call big budget production. I was I was uh, a background uh, in uh, Wilson that starred Woody Harrelson and Laura Dern, and I had the pleasure of standing next to Laura Dern multiple times during the day. And I remember because she's somebody that I you know I've I've had nothing but good thoughts about. Okay, mm-hmm. and I, I was so let down by her appearance. And it took me, it was about six weeks after that filming that it dawned on me. They made her look like that because then I saw her do an interview with somebody else. And she looked like a million bucks, like she always does. And I realized she'd she'd gotten her shot. She'd she'd come out of wardrobe. She'd come out of wardrobe and walked onto the set. And I thought, my God, what a letdown.
2: Yeah. But when you, when you saw her on that interview, she just got her shot of giggle juice from the, uh, Five pre teenage teenage kids. She keeps locked in her basement. Right? I, you know, I think she just got good genes. I listened to a
0: podcast with her old man the other day, and he sounded great, didn't he? Did you listen to that? Oh one? yeah, yeah I, uh, to that, yeah. I mean, for yeah. a guy his age, he's got it going on. So hey, maybe she's maybe just good DNA. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some people are just luckier than others. I don't. I don't. I don't uh, subscribe to all the conspiracy theories unless I make them up.
1: Unless you make them, unless you make them up, and then
2: push them out, and then
0: I'll, then I'll, you know. Uh-huh.
1: So,
2: so, so um, did you did you get to interact with Laura Dern or no, Woody not, at all? No, no,
0: because not really, because um, you know the showrunner that was standing there that will walk around. You know how this stuff works. Mm-hmm. I had been on another show with her, and she didn't care much for me because I gave the persona of being a fat old redneck from the South, which, which was (laughs) part of my character. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) uh, She couldn't separate. Are you typecast? Yeah, that's right. She couldn't separate. So she made sure at every turn to be between us because, you know, I think she recognized how, how, uh, Infectious. My personality can be at times. I was just gonna, I, I gonna say,
2: yeah, <laughs> no maybe she was afraid your your charismatic yeah. uh, charm was going to uh, keep Laura Dern from maybe concentrating on the job at hand.
0: But you know, it was such a long day, and you know how it is. Some days on the set is such a long day. By the end of the day, I was cranky, and I don't do well. I'm like a child. I don't do well when I'm cranky or hungry. So <laughs> I was just ready to get the hell out of there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, you know, I used to, I was, I would joke. Well, I, I shouldn't say that cause I don't know the guy that did it, but well, I mean, I know who he is, but I'm not gonna say his name. He had an MFA and, and from, uh, I don't know, NYU or, uh, uh, you know, some big school. And I, and I was joking with some other people just on the, on the, on the, uh, background group with me who were older. I couldn't joke with all the young people. And, uh, you know that they might teach you a lot of stuff, but time management is not one of them. You know that must not be a course in, when you're getting your MFA. You know, <laughs> time management. Because,
2: well, doesn't that go here? You can't. You can't put a time limit on art, artistic expression.
0: I All don't right? know, I mean, but I guarantee you, Picasso didn't paint more than 14 or 16 hours a day. He at least went out and i don't know what they did back then had a glass of wine or maiden or something but he certainly didn't He certainly <laughs> didn't <laughs> you know, did 14 16 hours so i don't know well it's,
2: it's probably fair to say that whatever picasso did in 14 or 16 hours today is worth a lot more than anything uh that you did on that set for fourteen or
0: sixteen. Oh, you know the first movie I was ever in. Anyway, I, 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 they needed a eleven or ten or nine or ten year old paper boy. They were they needed somebody to play a cop and somebody to play a paper boy. It was a, what do you call that, Neo? It was old fashioned. Supposed to be shot in the thirties when they were the, the noir, paper, the noir. Yeah, I can't pronounce that stuff. So anyway, that's why I have you around. So I volunteered, and not only when I applied for the for the cop role, I volunteered my, at that time, 10-year-old boy. So, of course, we got the call because they needed the 10-year-old. They had a 1,000 people to play the cop, but they didn't have anybody else that had, that had a 10-year-old to play the paper boy. So you, levered, my, you leveraged yourself. I like that's that. right. I like and that. uh, and uh, I remember going down there to the set, and, and most of these people that was running the show all had MFAs. And for people that don't, you know, some of my audience don't know what MF, you know, the MFAs where they buy seed and, and feed around here. They don't, you know, M, uh, when I say MFA on this level, I'm talking about a master in fine art. And, I was wondering, because you say MFA,
2: and some of our listeners might think which martial arts, wrestling combo. Uh, oh, see, I look is at that, MFA as yeah. like, you know, the, 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 uh, Chris Hans, Chris Hahn's like probably listening going, Man, how, how can I get into the MFA? Yeah.
0: So, so, so yeah. it's like something I could win. So anyway, they were all these beautiful educated people and they stank. It was it was first thing in the morning and and, and this scene I had was where I had to grab this twenty some year old chick before she she was gonna take the brick off of a stack of newspapers. My kid was a paper boy on a corner. She had a domestic situation. She was going to take a red brick off a stack and throw it through a big window. Okay. And I had to grab her by the arm and keep her from doing it as the police officer. And they had me in this goofy costume that looked like a more, you'd look like a British Bobby would be, you know what I mean? No gun, (laughs) no gun, but it like a, like a, almost like a black pith helmet and a nightstick. So I'm grabbing this 23, 24 year old girl. And I just remember every time she'd turn, it would be a new introduction and bad breath. And I couldn't understand how you could have the money or credit to get into a, a division one school that she had went to the university of Minnesota and not understand oral hygiene. And and I remember at the end of the day that shoot, I got in my in my in my car with my kid to drive out to the suburbs to my gigantic house on a lake and I told my son you are never ever studying film, theater or art.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: because he was like Daddy, that was cool. And I said, yeah, it might be. but But you know
1: <laughs> he said, "You ain't all doing because, it, <laughs> all, because of,
0: all because of her bad breath, huh?" Well, not only her; it was most of them. I used, you know, I, I don't even, you know, I, I, I had worked, you know, I had a whole different upbringing from them. You know what I'm saying? And, and first of all, they they rarely interact with me because I'm plus forty. You know, I'm mean, I'm over forty, so I'm twenty. Some I mean, yeah, at that yeah, time, really- I was at least twenty. 45 probably, I don't even know how old I was but I was so old that they didn't interact with me whatsoever in their stories, of course as college graduates they were working at like the Hampton Inn or whatever as clerks or their
2: yeah you know, exactly.
0: baristas until their first next job worked out or whatever so you know I stopped working in a hotel when I was, you know the last hotel I worked at I was still in high school so I don't even know, you know, the struggling artist. There's a reason why they're struggling in some ways. I don't even know how I got on that story.
1: But, uh,
0: so what I thought I'd do is I went back. You know, I at that time, I provided a national security position for the executive branch. And I went back, and two things. I converted to liberal. That's what I told these guys at the office. I converted to liberal. And uh, I was going to infiltrate the film scene and take it over. Because I said, you know... When you have a when you have an entire industry where they can't get out of bed or bathe, they are ripe for the takeover. There you go. You know what I mean. They are ripe for the it's takeover. So, it's,
2: it's so armed with a, uh, a toothbrush and a pocket full of breath mints. Yes, you, right. I told you. Say, you know, I used to. I used to opine this
0: with a good friend of mine, he, he our desks in Cubicle City set right next to each other. And at the, by the tender age of 28, because I remember being there on his 28th birthday, by the time he was 28, he had graduated from Georgia Tech, went to law school in Alabama, went to rotor flight training for the Army, and was a qualified Blackhawk pilot and flew 168 combat missions in Iraq by the time he was 28. So you can't tell him, I used to tell him, I, you, there, there's no reason why you can't do a movie. There's no reason why you can't. And you know what you'd tell me? It just doesn't sound like any fun to me.
2: <laughs> well, hey, listen, be honest. It, do- it doesn't, it's not a lot of fun in the moment. You know, it's not the most fun is when you get out of it and you're like, look back and think, okay, that really turned out cool. But in the moment, it's not very much fun taking a shot of bad breath from some mm. girl. Girl, time, time, kid. Yeah, <laughs> and they was... kept redoing a shot, and they kept redoing
0: the shot because it yeah. quote wasn't good enough. And man, I was just like, dude, how many times are you going to redo this shot?
2: The you know the funny thing is is when you said you converted to liberal. Yeah, I, uh, I, our good friend Tim Lovelace. I know he's a dedicated listener to yeah Fowler. His head probably exploded up there in Michigan somewhere. When Why he, said, he didn't like liberals? Oh. Even
0: though deep well, down inside, I know he is one. You know, yeah. well, my buddy said, you can't. I said, well, what you, I knew all kinds of guys when they married Catholic girls, they had to convert, right? Yeah. I said, so you can convert to Catholic, but you can't convert to liberal? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean, I can't? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, of course, this was pre-the current administration. I mean, it wasn't even the current administration. wasn't even in a... In in the in the in the in the thought, you know what I mean of of how it is now. So I think, you know, I don't even know. Does the definition liberal mean anything anymore? Just like conservative, I don't think it means anything anymore. Just like hell, sometimes being Catholic don't mean anything anymore, you know? (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) compared Uh, to our ancestors, I mean, think about. My entire school life, from the time I was in kindergarten to the time I was out of high school, okay. So for 12 years of public school, we never had meat on Fridays at my school. Okay, now that was dedication back then. That was dedication for the whole district. Okay, because uh, and you uh, didn't go? Did you go? No, I went to a public school. I went to a public school, but out of all the kids, there was about 12 of us that weren't Catholic. We were like a state-supported Catholic school. It's hard to grasp that nowadays with the complainers and Twitter and sh- I mean, I'm sure it's not the way it is. You you know what I mean? But oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that was dedication. I mean, they didn't eat, they tailored their menu around what they believed they believed in. And now, I mean, you can't even. I mean, could they, they didn't even let people believe anything anymore?
2: I don't know, but I remember when I went to school, I really believed in pizza. And we only ever had that once every two weeks. So why was that? Well, I don't know. That's that's when the cardboard that, that it got served on.
1: <laughs>
0: <really good>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Remember, a- it was like a square, like a
2: rectangle.
0: Yeah, like yeah. a rectangle. So yeah. it
2: fit. It fit in the. Uh, it fit in the tray. Yeah, I and, guess uh, that makes sense. I didn't man, think you about w- it. Yeah, I, yeah, you walk in there, and uh, God, they'd they'd start cooking that peat. I mean, how think about that? They start cooking that pizza the minute you walked into the school at what 7:38 o'clock in the morning. All right. So so how bad was that pizza that had to cook for 3 hours before <laughs> you got <a> chance? <laughs>
0: you know, yeah. maybe
2: it was just like
0: leftover pizza. That's why it was so good.
2: Oh god.
0: I'm oh, good. Well, on right?
2: that hey, on that note, we we'll, we we'll, we'll, we'll end this episode with everybody thinking about their uh favorite school school lunch. High school pizza? High school pizza Pizza and peanut butter bars. Didn't get any better than that when I was in school.
1: How sad is that? Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. And on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the Shadows Podcast. You can visit our webpage at fromtheshadowspodcast.goDaddySites.com, or contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows. And tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness, or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.